everyone, Kayleen here, and welcome to PTSD TV. Today's episode of PTSD is called Six Things to Keep You Mentally Healthy During the COVID-19 Pandemic. So we're coming to you here from our couch. We're literally sitting on our couch. We're working from home with everything that's going on in the world, and we're super excited to be back with you and to be bringing content to you again. I believe it's our first episode in 2020 at all, so we're excited to be back here. So my name's mm-hmm. Kayleen. I'm a PTSD and CPTSD recovery coach, and this lovely man to my left here is <laughs> Brad. Um, I am lucky enough to be Kayleen's significant other. Um, stuck here in quarantine, <laughs> and I couldn't be with a better person. Um, but I was also there for every step of Kayleen's journey, and also went through my own recovery journey as well through uh, PTSD. And I'm excited to talk about today because this is a really big topic. And I do do, do want to say there is a. I guess it's not an apology, but I do want to say something that we have been away um, since what, like October or November? Just about. Yeah. Because we've been working on a lot of things for our clients, improving that program, our recovery program, Broken to Unbreakable. But now we're getting back into the groove of things. And starting Monday, this Monday, mm-hmm. we're going to be doing episodes Monday through Friday. I was going to say every day. Monday through Friday from now on into until eternity. <laughs> and um, Kayleen is going to be doing some whiteboard videos. And we're going to bring you a lot more content. So thank you for hanging in there with us. And um, I'm excited to start this we'll call this a new season yeah yeah thank you for your patience and uh it it really does take so much energy to create some of the content that we create and so we are here for you we wanted to kind of touch base i know we we touch base uh, with a few of you uh, on and off on on, uh, different social media channels and things like that we haven't disappeared and we want to be here for you in this time more than ever so you're not alone we're here with you and today we're talking about six things to keep you mentally healthy during this time Mm -hmm. and for those of you who do watch this on youtube you can see that we're we're literally sitting on our couch this is a a little bit different than anything we've done before, uh, but we're really excited. We'll say for this new season and uh, for for this new year and everything that's going on, and that'll make more sense as we continue to go along. Yeah. Um, because we just put all those months in of content, and uh, hopefully, you'll all be able to see that. Yeah, definitely. So we'll jump right in here today. So we have six things that we want to cover in regards to staying men- mentally healthy during this this pandemic or this this global kind of issue that's going on at the moment. Mm-hmm. And you know, we we tried to distill it into six things because there are sometimes so many facets and so many things that you you want to keep in mind and want to focus on. But what we try to do each and every day and with every piece of content that we create is kind of break it down into simple things and uh, memorable things that you can take action on because recovery is action based. Mm-hmm. And so we'll just cover them one by one. I won't read them through before we cover them, but uh, we'll, we'll do a recap at the end. So the first thing that we want to cover is it's okay to feel. And so for a lot of people in the world right now, this is happening all over the world, uh, there's, you know, there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of change of routines, loss of jobs, everything has just really changed almost overnight. Yeah. And so Brad and I have talked about this, you know, throughout our recovery journey, and it's something I talk about with my clients, but uh, it's something I wanted to bring into the mix right now, because a lot of people approach me and they say, okay, like, you know, how do you not feel everything that's going on? And how do you stay so positive? And how are you excited about things and happy about things? And like, the truth is, is that I'm human and I do feel and it's okay to feel right. I mean, we all feel. Yeah. Do people actually say that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Watch her watch a Tom Hanks movie. Last week we watched... <laughs> Castaway. Oh, Castaway. And what was it this week we watched? A, a Beautiful oh. Day in the Neighborhood. We love right? Tom Hanks. We love Tom Hanks. 
But watch her watch a Tom Hanks movie, and you'll know that she feels You'll feelings. know that I feel. I, I feel very, very deeply. I and feel those feelings, too, when I watch Tom Hanks. I love Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is the best. Yeah. Tom Hanks, if you're listening, we love you. Um, <laughs> Stay safe. But but when it comes to feelings, you know, there's there's a threshold of, like, it's okay to feel what you're feeling. It's okay to feel that fear. Um, but it's what you do with it afterwards. And so, uh, you know, w- for literally everyone in the world right now, going through what with literally the world is going through in your local community mm-hmm. in your global community in your national community <clears throat> uh, there's going to be an element of fear and anxiety and stress and so what i always remind people is it's okay to feel and i have a little kind of tool that i use a little tactic that i um use with people and i say let yourself feel that for 10 seconds literally count to 10 and feel the fear and let yourself be like, I am so afraid or I am so stressed or I am so anxious and count to 10 and let yourself feel that. And this is something we literally do and let yourself feel that. And then at the end of the 10 seconds, take a deep breath, get yourself back in control and decide what you're going to do with that, how you're going to move forward, how you're going to do the things you need to do. And we'll talk about a lot more things that you want to be doing to stay in this mentally healthy state during this time period. But it's okay to feel, it's not okay to be consumed by it. And so Mm -hmm. what that kind of small exercise does is it gives you the ability to say, okay, I'm feeling this, but I'm the one in control of how I'm feeling this and when I'm feeling this. So you let yourself feel for those 10 seconds, you take a deep breath, and then you decide what to do with it moving forward. You're human and you're gonna feel things. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel frustrated. It's okay to feel all those feelings. It's not okay to be consumed by those things. And if you are consumed by those things, it means some deep healing needs to be done. It's not okay to let those things control you. Those feelings have to serve you. And so allowing yourself to be in control and allowing yourself to feel those things for those 10 seconds and then take a deep breath and take control is a very powerful thing. Yeah, and this is something that we do with everything, right? Like, we call it the complaint train, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, when you feel like you're just angry, you have all this emotion inside of you. And this was something that I really, really struggled with and something that Kayleen really helped me with was just expressing any type of emotion and communicating about it. And if you have a partner, it's good to communicate and be open with your partner about how you feel as well. Because I remember there was a point in the beginning of all of this where, like, you know, like, I knew logically that, like, I need to focus more on my life and like, you know, focus on what I can do, not what like I can't do, what's going on in the world, not, not to stress about this, but there was this underlying stress to what was going on. Like you go to the store and you see all these people with face masks on and like other people are all tense and everything. Um, and that kind of like got under my skin a little bit. And then I did this thing, which I was, which I was like, and I was like, I, well, at first I, I pushed it down. I was like, it's not a big deal. Like I don't need to feel it. Cause that's like, I don't know. That's still something that I, am becoming aware of is when I do that but I'm so much better at it now and I, I became aware of that I was doing that and I immediately talked to Keely and I was like hey I'm feeling a little stressed about all this I'm, I'm a little scared to be honest but I wasn't like dwelling in that fear I wasn't building that fear I was just kind of expressing it and getting out of getting it out of me so I could move on and focus on the positive things and I didn't let it like kind of like it's kind of like when we talk about PTSD and everything else, I didn't push it down and let it fester inside of me and grow into something bigger. You know, I got it out. When you get the emotions out, when you talk about something, it's out, you know, and then you can focus on the good things. And you can really lean into it. And I'm glad that you yeah. shared that because 
uh, we're still human, you know, and you're always going to be human. It's okay to kind of feel something and lean into it and say, hey, this is what I'm feeling. And I love the complain train exercise and what that is. And <laughs> that's does. something that we teach <laughs> is, you know, we literally, uh, it's like a five minute timer <laughs> exercise. And so the exercise has a few different parts. But basically, have you ever just been like so frustrated that you just needed to like vent and just like <laughs> basically nonstop talk and nonstop complain just for a few minutes and then you got it all Rawr. off your chest? And then you felt differently afterwards. And so basically mm. that's what it is. And that's essentially what this is, is like you're, you're letting it in, you're leaning into it, and then you're, you're releasing it. And mm. it's, a, it's a really, really powerful exercise. Yeah, yeah. So that's the first thing, right? That's the first thing. It's, it's okay, okay to feel. It's okay to feel a little scared. It's, it's okay to feel a little anxious. And something weird is that I've heard from um, a lot of people in you know, our, our support group and stuff say, you know, like, I'm actually calm because you know, now everybody else is feeling how I feel all the time, which is just a funny thing. So it's weird. It's like, it's almost like it calms people down. And it's like a lot of people, you know, we work with a lot of people. Like I have the tools to, to handle this anxiety, yeah. to handle this fear. Like I'm, I'm more in control. So usually when people start working with me, they're, they're not very in control of their mind, of their thoughts, of their beliefs, of their actions, of their emotions. And as we work through the pillars, and if you've ever seen any of my trainings, you know, I talk about the pillars of recovery, but as we work really through that first pillar, which is all about mindset, um, they, they really get a, a deep understanding and awareness of their mind and really start to control their mind in a way that they, they previously hadn't been able to control it before. And so when something like this happens, you basically have this skill already built up. And so that's what we're seeing a lot too, is like, uh, a lot of people in, we'll, I don't know, we'll call it the PTSD or the trauma community, whatever you want to call it, they have this skill set. And what I've actually seen, and I was on a Q&A yesterday, someone reached out and said, uh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling compassion. Like when this is all over, a lot of people are, are going to have PTSD. A lot of people are going to need help. A lot of people are going to need the tools and skills that we've been learning and we've been practicing. Mm -hmm. And basically coming from a place of compassion and saying, it's it's gonna be beautiful to help all those people, and of of course it's gonna it's gonna hurt to see so many people in pain. But to have the resources and the skills and the tools, it's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be amazing to be able to reach yeah. out and help those people, knowing that you first served yourself. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And if you if you feel like you're one of those people who do, like who doesn't have the tools, who can't just feel and not let it get out of control, then listen to the ep end of the episode. We're gonna share um, some stuff on a little mini series that we've been doing that where Kayleen teaches some tools and some other things that you can get. It's absolutely free. Um, and it's amazing. So it is. It yeah. really is. Yeah. And so we're here for you too. We're and listen to the rest of this episode. Cause we're going to give you a bunch of great tools. So, so that was number one. <laughs> it's okay to feel, uh, number two is this is temporary and it is really important to see this as such. There's been a lot of change. Like, like we were talking about in career in health and, in, there's a, a ton of stuff going on, um, and there's a lot of freedoms that we maybe used to have that we we don't ha we don't currently have at the moment. Like I know for us in the states, we can't cross state lines, mm -hmm. or um, we're we're not we, we can't go places that are no. That's why we're coming from home. We can't go to our <laughs> office and um, different yeah. things like that. And so w when you're kind of uh, stripped of of certain things and and liberties, and y you start to feel like you lose control. Um, but the really important thing is to remember that this is temporary and that 
everyone out there is doing their best. And this is a new situation for everyone in the world. And everyone is just trying to do their best to protect you and keep you safe. And, you know, there's a lot of negativity going on. There's a lot out there. Um, But what's really important is to see past this. Because whether this lasts a couple months or a handful of months or half of a year, whatever it is, however long it lasts, someday you will look back on it because it is temporary. Okay. So Mm -hmm. this is just a temporary situation that is maybe longer than if you're, you know, if you're hunkering down for a storm or you lose electricity for a few days, it's a little bit more than that, but it is a temporary situation and seeing past it and seeing the future and seeing, like, like I said, when I was on the Q and a in our community, it was just yesterday. And that, that woman reached out and she said, you know, a lot of people are going to need help after this. What she was doing is seeing after this, seeing this being a temporary thing and saying when this is over and it will be over (laughs) when this is over you know there's going to be a lot of work to be done there's going to be a lot of rebuilding of communities and their rebuilding of economies and mental health and there's going to be a lot of opportunity and but it is temporary and that's the important thing is to see past just what's going on right now yeah absolutely that's a huge thing and i felt i felt that way too Mm -hmm. it's easy to be like overwhelmed in the moment and not see the bigger picture so you got to take that step out and really see that bigger picture and come to embrace the uncertainty mm-hmm. of the times that we're in right now, because you can, you can look online and get all, all these other people's predictions on what's going to happen. Like you, like I remember a month ago, I look at some people's predictions and they're like, Oh, it's going to blow over in a month or mm-hmm. it's going to blow over in two months, whatever. Um, so at this point, like I, I, I at that point I was just like, I just got to em- embrace this uncertainty that's happening. Cause I don't know if this thing's going to last two months like some people say six months a year a year and a half what if i'm stuck in my house for a year and a half and then i know that like i don't know i i I came to peace with like these are the i'm uncertain about how long i'm gonna be here and stuck in my house so i'm gonna make the most of the time that i'm in my house but the point is that it is gonna be temporary but also to be um okay with the uncertainty of how long that is going to be because you don't know and nobody nobody really knows yeah and something else that just kind of dawned on me because i saw it on social media the other day was like dogs are always living how we're (laughs) living right now they go on walks and then they're in the house all day and they're doing their thing and they're in the backyard and maybe sometimes they they go for a ride in the car (laughs) and do different things um but they are the happiest creatures on the planet and it's important to embrace that you know, this is not for the rest of your life. This is this is for a temporary period of time. Yeah. yeah. And if dogs can be happy living their whole life, um, you know, kind of on a leash and indoors and and walking outside and just truly like living in the moment and loving their life and loving their people and embracing like dogs are peaking right now, right? Dogs are the, the happiest <laughs> they've true. ever been because all of their favorite people, all of their humans are in one place. <laughs> and if you're in a place where you can get outside and walk, all of those humans are going on walks together with their their dogs right and so yeah, like yeah. dogs are truly uh very very happy about the situation that's going on <laughs> and yeah, and it just brings some levity to the situation that um yeah. you can be happy e- even in times where you know you feel like you're stuck or you feel like you're qu- or if you are quarantined or you, you literally can't go out because of whatever is going on mm-hmm. you know you have to embrace that that you're in here and that you can make the most of it and it's temporary yeah and that's the most important thing. That is, is the most important There thing. is life after this. Yeah. So that's what we have there. And kind of tying into that is our third point, which is avoid the news. 
And now in a time like this, now we we always, 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 always recommend a media diet and getting away from the news as much as you can because news is predominantly negative. And the reason that it's negative is is because negativity sells. And the reason that negativity sells is because of the wiring of our brains. And because we're primitive creatures, basically our brains don't know the difference between something really negative in the news and, you know, like a dinosaur standing in front of us. And so it it, it attracts our attention and it keeps our attention because our brain is saying, wait a minute, what's the threat? What's going on? How can I protect myself? And because it's predominantly negative, it's a, it's a really hard input, especially for people with PTSD and CPTSD. Mm-hmm. And so our recommend, recommendation during this time is to avoid the news. And I'm going to talk about a tactic to do that. And it's not pretend that this isn't going on. It's not never look at the regulations. It is don't don't be on social media all day looking at the news. Don't always be Googling updates. Don't be listening to every press conference. What you want to do is you want to once a day, and you can pick your time during the day. This is something we do in the evenings after we're done working. Check the updates for your area. And because what you really need more than anything is just to know, okay, what are the new local laws? What, what can I do? What can I do? What's going on specifically that affects me, mm-hmm. right? So if you're living in the United States, you don't super, super need the news in Italy or the news in Germany. What you need is, you know, for us, we live in Rhode Island, so we need the news in Rhode Island. And so at the end of each day, what we do is we check the, the press conference and we look for the, the little points that say, okay, no the more going outside, no more, um, you know, now you have to wear a face mask or whatever and, and like, look for the list. And, and that's what we do, and then we put it away. And so you do want to keep yourself informed, and especially in a time like this, uh, things are changing so quickly and rules and regulations and things you could do a week ago, y- you are not allowed or it's against the law to do um, right now today. <laughs> right, okay, So right. it, it's changing very quickly and we're not saying be blind to what's going on. You, you, you need to limit your kind of uh, contact with the news and it's really, really important. And we have some people in our life that I would call news junkies who are our news junkies and at the beginning of everything that was going on were still those news junkies and were making themselves sick to their stomachs, literally physically sick watching the news all day. And they were yeah. so scared and so stressed and they couldn't get those feelings out of their out of their head, out of their body. They were just like literally up all night sick and they went on a media diet and really? they felt better. Yeah. Literally physically sick? Literally physically sick. <laughs> Okay, so oh my gosh. It, it's really, really powerful. I know that our parents have, have gone on a media diet, uh, maybe not as extreme as we recommend, but have definitely toned it down because it because it's so much. It's There's so much going on. So it's really important to keep yourself informed, but limit how, how you do that. That's wild. That's crazy. And the news, it will crush you. Like if you think that you can like, persevere through it or like and like just don't even watch the press conferences just like look at those bulleted mm-hmm. lists you know we don't we don't watch the press conferences mm-hmm. you know sometimes we do get sucked into it but then we realize oh my god here it like we need to cut it out um but you need to ask yourself if you're if you're kind of like on the fence and you're like you don't want to cut the news out you feel like you need it and like because some people feel like they need it just ask what it's doing for you mm-hmm. you know how is it really making you feel how is it really affecting how is it really affecting your life is it making it better? Is it really making you more informed about the things that you need to know right now? Or is it just, you know, spiraling you down into this deep, dark hole? <laughs> is it making you sick? And y- it can make you mentally sick as well. And this is a, a this is all about mental health. Excuse me. 
Um, so you want to think about the mental implications that it has and what that's doing to your day. And, you know, when you're, when you're kind of, you're in one place and you're, you're stuck in one place, consuming yourself with negativity, it can affect your mental health, which then can affect your physical health. Mm -hmm. So you want to keep yourself, you want to keep, you can think yourself sick. You can, you can literally, your mind, your beliefs are so powerful. Your mind is so strong that you can make yourself sick. Okay. And so there's no reason that the news should make you physically sick. It's, it's mm -hmm. you making you physically sick because you're, you're consuming all that. You're putting all that into your brain and into your body. So you yeah. want to stay physically healthy in this time, of course. And that all starts with mentally healthy as well. Also, just because this came up on a Q and a the other day, um, with the other people in your life sharing the oh, bad yeah. news, you know, with you. And that's a whole nother dynamic, right? So like you can cut it off all by yourself, but then you could still have all these other people coming in and being like shooting you texts or sending you emails about like, Hey, this happened, this happened. Did you know this happened? Look how bad it's getting or whatever. And that's something where you will have to have a conversation with those people and like, not to be like me, but just be like, Hey, like I'm would rather if you sent me Kayleen said this right like cute cat photos or something right now and like I'm I'm gonna check the news once once per day and just be honest be like hey this is what I want to do like it's a big negative input on me and I just want to you know focus on what I need to know and then focus back on my life to make my life better yeah but that's another thing to like kind of keep out for like where are all the um the inputs of news and just I mean we're always scanning our environment for negative inputs but where are the inputs for the negative news and trying to like shut those Shut the valves down. Shut the taps off. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> for those, yeah. So that's really important. And that's huge. The news is oh, it's That's awful. a big one. That's especially a big today. negative tap. Yeah, especially today. Um, but of course, keep yourself educated. Yeah. So now that's, so we talked about it's okay to feel. Remember that this is temporary. See this as temporary. Avoid the news. That's number three. And number four is stay in a routine and try to normalize as much as you can. Mm -hmm. So when you're, you know... <laughs> living in a box sometimes we live in a small house it's not the smallest house in the world but we live in a very small house um it's important to keep yourself in a routine so if you were in a routine before and you were exercising and you were going to work and you had kind of good boundaries on your life it's important to try to bring that into this time period we'll call it this this mm -hmm. this moment in time because when you don't have a routine, you can start to get unmotivated, you can start to get depressed, and it, everything can just start to blend together and get kind of confusing. And especially because you're spending so many days in a row in the exact same environment, it all just kind of blends together. And before you know it, you can just kind of end up in a very dull place. Even if you're not necessarily depressed, you're just like, you're not feeling well, you're not mm -hmm. feeling like yourself, and you just, you feel way bored, and you feel anxious for no reason. And so if you can get yourself in a routine and so in this room that we're if you're watching us we're in our living room we're sitting on our couch this room right now is 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 basically the only room um that we use but <laughs> is our office is our studio uh, it's where we teach. It's where we do Q&As. This is exactly where I work out right here in this spot. <laughs> and so what we do and and we're, of course, lucky enough to be able to do this from home and still come to you and still serve you at the highest level. Uh, but we have a we have a schedule. And mm -hmm. we don't deviate from that schedule. So we still do all the things that we used to do. So I get up just about at five o'clock 
and I actually do a Zoom call with the a local workout group. It used to be local. Now it's now it's bigger than local. Um, where I'm on camera, they're on camera, and our trainer is on camera, and I'm working out right here in this living room. So from 5:30 to 6:30, I'm I'm working out uh, like I normally would, like I like I do, and then I. I would get, I get dressed, I shower. And then at like about seven o'clock, I start my work day. And so when I say get dressed and now I'm not someone who particularly dresses very nicely. If you've ever seen my trainings, I'm always in a sweatshirt (laughs) and jeans, but I mean, you, you don't want to be in your PJs all day. You need the boundaries on this is when it's time to work. And it doesn't necessarily have to be work, but be productive. If you want to write music all day, if you want to play the guitar, if you want to do yoga, if you want to, um, you know, work on your mental health. If you want to write your book, w- whatever it is, y- you must, must get dressed and you must keep yourself on those boundaries. And then, so from 7 a.m. to about 6.30 or 6, 6.30 p.m., we're mm-hmm. working, okay? And then what we do is we either change into our sweatpants or our pajamas, and then we're, then we're in relax mode. And then we're hanging out and we're spending time in our relationship and we have dinner. And uh, like the other day, we watched that Tom Hanks movie, right? <laughs> and so that is, is kind of playtime, we'll call it. Yeah. And it's really important to keep those boundaries and try to have a normal schedule. And something else you might want to normalize is actually your eating times. For a lot of people who like to overeat, being in the house sitting next to the the refrigerator all day is not a really good place to be because you're going and you're kind of snacking all day long. And so having set meal times is another thing to help keep you in routine and keep you in a in a normalized way of life. And mm-hmm. and you you kind of must do this to keep yourself really healthy. And even it, like I said, you don't even if you're not working, we're obviously like working, but if you're just if you have your walk schedule, then you have uh, how long you're going to read for a schedule, then you have how long you're going to write for a schedule and you're dressed and you don't have to be dressed to the nines, but just in jeans and and not in your PJs. Not in your PJs is really really important. <laughs> um because it changes your whole mental state. Yeah. This is super important, and this is this is something that's gonna mess up a lot of people. Because I I I personally had this trouble, like when when we started our first business, going from somebody who had a schedule that was you know all made up for for us, whether it was at school or a job. It's like okay, you come in at this time and you leave at this time, and everything in between there is structured and good. And we went from that to starting our business, which is this is my kind of analogy to where. You independently, me and Kayleen, we were independently um, running our time, managing our time. And you kind of have to shift your thinking on this to if you're stuck home all day or if you're wor- even if you're working at home, you have to – this is a time to get disciplined. This is a time to take control, to think independently and to really see things as, you know, things aren't going to change unless you change it because this is this is your life. This is your home. <laughs> and – you're the only one that can be in control, but it is super important. I have a morning routine. Um, I had to change it up, right? So you're, if you had a morning routine before, that was a certain thing where you did, like you went to the gym, like that's what I did. I had to, the first thing that I did when we decided to move home was like, okay, what's my morning routine going to be, you know? And it, it took me a while. It took me like a half hour to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I thought it all through. I removed all the excuses, all the things that would cause me to not do it. And I changed everything. So I, I used to wake up, drive to the gym, do a workout, meditate, drive home, shower, and that would be pretty much it. Have a protein shake and, and stuff between there. Um, so, But now I no longer go to the gym. So now I wake up, I take a quick walk around the block. I do some calisthenics <laughs> in the kitchen because Kayleen's still doing her workout here in the living room. And then there's like a pull-up bar outside. And, um, and then I meditate. 
outside where it's quiet. <laughs> so I had to shift it all around, right? But then we still okay. We're working. We're working at um. 7.30 in the morning. Once we're done with our morning routine, we're working at 7.30 and then we're working until 6 o'clock and then we're kind of winding down, making dinner and everything. Yeah. So we have it all laid out in home and we got our environment set up at home too. So that's another important piece is to get the environment set up and clean things up and really organized. Yeah, and no one's going to be telling you what to do and this is no. a really challenging thing for some people. Like Brad and I said when we started our first business, uh, we watched movies pretty much all day, you know, just to be transparent. It was really hard. We were also still dealing with some emotional issues, but it was really, really challenging uh, because no one is telling you what to do. So yeah. you need to set yourself up for success, set your environment up for success, normalize as much as you can. And if you ever feel like it starts to get stale, this is just something I want to mention because I mentioned it on my Q&A the other day. Um, move the furniture in your house around. Move yeah, which wall the couch is on or even in your bedroom or, you know, we have our desks uh, if you're if you're looking at me on either side of the wall here. Every now and then we'll, we'll switch where we sit and uh, move the furniture around because it makes it feel different. So if you really start to yeah. feel stale and start to kind of get that cabin fever, so doing something like that is really small and can be really impactful. So yeah. that is normalize. Normalize as yeah. much as you can. Keep your mind and your body sharp. So every day you want to make sure you're doing something to keep your body healthy and keep your mind healthy so that's reading self-development of course body is even if you if you're dancing if you can just move in your chair <laughs> um, if you can get up and exercise if you could do yoga you you want to keep your body moving you want to keep your mind moving that's super important yeah now is now is the time to self-develop man you're at home you got all this time you can work on your diet you can learn more you can optimize your whole life it's actually a really cool and fun time that's why I kind of said the first thing when we're moving home, like this is kind of a cool opportunity to really just optimize everything. It's like all these other external distractions are gone and I can just focus on improving myself. And that's kind of like the opportunity here. It is cool to have everything in one place and we save a lot of time on the commute. We really actually yeah, really was... like it a lot. <laughs> um, so we have a lot more time to work, a lot more time to be with each other. It's It's been, it's been fun. So yeah. um, look for the positive things in it as well. So it's okay to feel. This is temporary. Avoid the news. Stay in a routine and normalize as much as you can, keeping your mind and body sharp. And number five is connect with people. So we're social creatures. And if you're someone who, who has had, I mean, uh, everyone right now is in social isolation. Um, but as much as you can, you want to connect with people, whether that's online or, of course, you can't do it in person. But something that I've been doing, I've been connecting with people more than I ever have. Um, just checking in with people. Funny. We've been doing Zoom calls. I did a Zoom call last weekend with my family from California and my family from New York and like the, all, all these different things because we couldn't, of course, be together. I was I was supposed to be in California that weekend for, for a, a bridal shower and I couldn't be there because we couldn't travel and things like that. And so we, we did that Zoom call and it was a ton of fun. And I, I think they did one again last night and I didn't make it last night. But, um, you know, see if you can still connect with people, whether that's on Zoom calls and people in your community. Community. I know tonight the group of women that I work out with they're doing like a trivia night so tonight at eight o'clock they're gonna do like a, a trivia and there's probably gonna be like a hundred women that join the zoom call and do this trivia with their spouses and some people do like a, a cocktail hour right you don't want to mm. necessarily drink or anything like that yeah um you know but uh, or we don't drink around here at least um but you know, connect with people, connect with people in the Facebook community and just stay in touch with people as much as you can. If you can FaceTime them or if you can, you know, just text people and say, hey, what's going on? And try to keep some semblance of communication going and keep 
people keep in touch with people and it's it's an yeah. important thing to kind of to feed you as an individual as a person it's hard like the other day we're at the grocery store and um you know everyone has to stay a certain distance apart and different things and uh, like brad said everyone's like in masks and different things and it's it's weird to you know pass someone in the aisle and and like turn the other way instead of like turning and saying hey or like good afternoon or good morning like or how are you doing or whatever or even see who they are or look them in the eye and so it can be a, a, a really isolating time for a, a lot of regards and that that can feel very uncomfortable as a human being or at least for someone like me I, I love people I love to say hey I'm a huge introvert um, but I love to love people and so it's really important to to stay in in contact with people and get mm-hmm. creative with the ways that you do that like have a, a trivia night or um, like my cousin on on the west coast you know initiated this this cocktail hour this um, cousin hangout thing so yeah that's really cool this is something that Kayleen is helping me with <laughs> <laughs> and I need to do better at it as well. It, it's, it is important because <laughs> um, you can't really be with anyone right now. So just, yeah. just having those conversations over text and maybe being a little bit more adamant or diligent about like spending the time to actually text someone or actually tell someone what's going on via text or, or calling someone up on the phone and, and just saying, like, hey, hey, what's up? And just kind of like hanging out on the phone um, as you would in person. You just kind of sit and talk and, and do whatever and um, try to stay social. Yeah. If you can, of course, in a safe way. So that's what we have. It's okay to feel. Remember that this is temporary. Avoid the news. Stay in a routine and normalize, keeping your mind and body sharp. Connect with people. And our last one here that we want to share is think best case and stay positive. So we're talking all about the mind here Mm -hmm. and how to be mentally healthy. And with everything that's going on, it, it is very, very easy to think worst case. Everyone is thinking worst case. And it's actually very unpopular to be the person that says, you know, what's the best case scenario or, or uh, what are the yeah. good things? What's the opportunity? And it can be an uncomfortable way to think. So I want to challenge you to think positively, to think about the best case scenario. Now, I'm not trying to tell you to be blind to what's going on or be unrealistic or anything like that. But you, you always want to be feeding your mind with good things. And thinking about like, okay, what's the best case scenario? And so this is something that Brad and I do and we practice all the time is like, okay, the best case scenario is that we do uh, an amazing job working from home and then, you know, our our lease is up for our office in August and we decide to, you know, move somewhere because we want to do our home and our office in the same spot and, and we move somewhere that we we really want to move or that we've always wanted to move before because of this experience we've learned how to work from home where as we just told you uh, just a few minutes ago when we started our first business we watched movies all day okay so we were a little bit nervous as to how this would go if it would be tempting to sit and watch movies or eat a lot of food um but but we've been learning and we we've been doing an amazing job because mm-hmm. obviously we've self-developed we healed our our all our emotional problems since since doing that Um, but it's been an amazing experience. And so we're always thinking like, what's the best case scenario? The best case scenario is that we grow our relationship, that we even grow and develop our relationships with our family and with Mm -hmm. the people that we love because we're connecting with them even more. Um, Our community grows stronger because everyone is working hand in hand. Everyone is working together. And so you really do want to challenge yourself, and it can be uncomfortable to think like that, Mm -hmm. to think about the best case scenario and to think about what's the opportunity, what's the lesson, what's the growth, what it what can I do, you know, and, and, and different things like that. Yeah. I, what I, the first thing I asked and the first thing that we kind of asked and we kind of like sat here, we have like a whiteboard in the corner and we're like brainstorming a bunch of things. Like what's the opportunity here? What are the things that we can do? What are the things that we have power and control over? 
right? And like early in the episode, I was like, okay, you need to accept that there are certain limitations of things that you can't do anymore. Like you can't go out and maybe even go to the, go to your job, go to the grocery stores often, go to the restaurants, hang out with your friends, whatever. And like, accept. okay, those are kind of like my limitations, but instead of focusing on what you can't do, right? What are the things that are taken away? You still have all these things that you can do. So shift your focus away from the things you can't do to the things that you can do. Look at the opportunity that, that you have right now. And kind of like a weird fantasy thing that I said to Kaylee in the beginning was like, I always, like when I watch like movies about people who like go in jail or like who are like wrongly convicted and like in jail and like they break out or like, or, or they get like really jacked and like really smart and then change the world. They I become like a lawyer in, and they solve their own case. Yeah. And well, there was this guy, um, I don't remember his name and maybe somebody can jog my memory later, but um, he was a guy who was wrongly convicted um, I believe he was wrongly convicted, but then what he did is that he actually read the dictionary, became super, super smart. And I don't know if he became a lawyer or something afterwards, but then he went on to like inspire a ton of people. But I have like this weird fantasy of like being wrongly convicted and what I would do in a situation like that, like, and just like reading all day and like doing pull-ups, like in the cell and like doing push-ups and stuff. And I, and then I'm like, okay, this is kind of like my jail opportunity right now to see what I've got, see what I can bring to this situation. And I looked at the opportunity. Okay, like I'm bringing like you guys see our bookcase at the office all the time. It's like we're we're bringing all those books home. We're gonna be reading. I'm gonna keep doing my workout. We installed the pull up bar on our back porch, and you know it, I kind of I look at the things that I can do. You know we can still work. We can we brought a whole office home. We brought our desk. We brought our chairs. We brought everything home. We brought our mics home. We're gonna be doing these from home. And like, there's still a ton of things that you can be doing right now. And one, and probably the biggest thing is work on your PTSD. Like that is the biggest opportunity that you have right now is to work on yourself to, you know, watch these episodes. Um, if you're in our program, go through that program, master that program. And then once this whole thing is over, because it is going to be over, number two, this is temporary. You're going to be a totally new person. You're going to be able to attack life at a whole new level. So Look at the opportunity, look at the positive, and always, always, there's always a positive, there's always a positive in every single situation, and I mean, if you need stuff to do, you can look through our past podcasts, and at the end of every podcast, we give you an action to take, and if you take those actions, you're going to grow on a totally new level. But if you're already in the program, log into the program and focus on the yes, program. Yes, focus but on the program. you always want to be, what's the opportunity? Ask, literally stop and ask yourself, what is the opportunity? What am I in control of? What can I do uh, to, to self-develop? What can I do to make myself stronger mentally, physically, emotionally? Uh, what can I do to make my relationship stronger? I, I hear a lot of people, a lot of people who work with me know how, how important this is and I encourage them and challenge them to think in this positive way. And I was talking to someone yesterday on a coaching call and they were telling me, you know, my husband's home from work, or maybe it was the day before yesterday, but uh, my, my husband's home from work, my kids are home from school, and we sit down and have dinner together every night, and that's something that yeah. we haven't really done before, because this kid's at soccer practice, and husband's at work, and we're just kind of passing each other by, and everyone's so busy with their lives, and now they get to sit and they get to have dinner together, okay? And so you want to look at the opportunity. What are the things you can control? What are the things that you're grateful for? It is so, so important, and like Brad said, now is the opportunity that you can really use this as as a true opportunity to consume content and take action on your own 
own mental health, on your own PTSD. You can heal your PTSD with everything that's going on. If you can focus, if you can focus on this, these six things, and then you can focus on healing your PTSD during the day. So during the day, if you're not working, right, like Brad and I are working from like 7 or 7.30 to 6 o'clock at night, what if you use that time to heal? What if you use that time to grow, to self-develop? And so what we've been doing along with, we just did a huge update to, uh, my program broken to unbreakable and our recovery program is, is it was a big, big project. And like Brad said at the beginning of the episode, that's why we haven't been here because it took so many kind of months to put the finishing, finishing touches on that and re-record everything and get that out. Um, but what we just put together this week in this living room, right from, from this couch, um, some of the videos are literally me sitting on this couch. Um, but right over there, if you're, if you're watching us right next to that lamp is a whiteboard (laughs) and we put together a mini series. It's called a mini series and it's basically a series of videos. And the theme of the mini series is how to heal your PTSD or your CPTSD from home. So I just recorded that mini series this week and I launched all the episodes and it's a really cool thing. It's me standing in front of the whiteboard. It's me teaching, um, in front of the whiteboard and teaching you the things you need to do to heal and how to overcome obstacles and giving you tools and giving you resources to actually heal your PTSD from home. Something that we believe very firmly in is putting the power in your hands. Mm-hmm. If you've ever coached with me, you know that I'm, I'm huge on that. This is your life and this is your opportunity and you deserve to have all the power in your hands. I'm not going to hold anything back. I'm not going to dangle the carrot and then take it away. Anything I do in regards to content, I want to give, give, give as much as I can because um, it's your life, it's your mental health and you deserve to have the content. You deserve to um, have what you need to have to heal. And so that's why we put this mini series together um, to hold nothing back and to, to give you the resources that you need to fully heal from home. And so I don't actually, do you know the link to that? Yeah, yeah. It's overcomingptsd.info slash mini dash series. And we'll put the link and in the description it. of this. So overcomingptsd.info slash mini dash, a, a dash, a physical dash yeah. series. Yes. Well, I know that could be confusing for some oh, people. Oh, like a little little like a, line, a little, little dinky dash. line <laughs> in between the uh, two words. So that's what we have for you all here. <laughs> Remember, it's okay to feel. See this as temporary. Avoid the news. Stay in a routine and normalize. Try to keep your mind and your body sharp. Connect with people virtually as much as you can. Think best case. Stay positive. See the opportunity and use this as an opportunity to consume content, to to heal, to work on yourself, to self develop, to work on your PTSD, and to do the very very best you can. And know that we're here for you. Like Brad said, we're going to be um, coming back and doing our five day a week episodes. We're here for you. We've got your back. We're not abandoning you in this. Time. Time. We're here for you now more than ever. Um, so if you have any questions or if there's anything you want us to cover, please reach out uh, to k at overcomingptsd.info. That's my email, k at overcomingptsd.info, K-A-Y. And uh, we'll, we'll see what we can cover and, and stay in touch with you all. And just know that we love you, we believe in you, and we're here for you in this time more than ever, but always, always here for you. And know that you can do this and you can focus on yourself and and do the things that you need to do to, to stay healthy. Yeah. And one last note on the miniseries. Mm-hmm. It's a limited, it's kind of oh, like yeah. this premiere kind of event miniseries. So we we opened it early this week. I think and that, it's a week ago. A week ago. And it's um, coming offline on Tuesday. So if you do want to check it out, just make sure mm-hmm. you... Uh, Click that link and look at it before Tuesday because then they're all coming down. That's a good point. Yeah. 
Okay, so that's what we have for you. Thank you for joining us. We're happy to be back, obviously, because we talked for a long time. <laughs> um, but uh, we will see you for next episode this coming Monday, and hope you enjoy the miniseries. Yeah. All uh, right. Is today Saturday? Today is Saturday. All right. We'll see you guys on Monday. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.